0: everybody, and welcome back to Pagan Switch Courtney. My name is Pagan. I hope you all are having a great week. I hope that you guys are enjoying yourselves, and I hope you enjoyed our our episode on daily practices. That was a lot of fun to record. Uh, It was a lot of fun to share that with you guys, and I hope that it's helped you develop some of your own daily practices and all the cool stuff that came with that. That being said, we're going to talk about something that's a little... Bit of a hot button issue. We're going to talk about mental health and witchcraft. And before we get into that, I have to do a PSA because I'm a responsible person and it needs to be said. If you are somebody who suffers from mental health issues and you feel suicidal or helpless or you just aren't doing well. It's okay to reach out for help, and you should. Please do. In the description, there's going to be some phone numbers that you can call for help, especially if you're suicidal. Please note that you are an awesome human being, that people care about you, even if you think they don't. People do. And suicide's never, ever an option. So please, if you feel this, if you feel any sort of inclination towards self-harm, please reach out for help. And there's no, I repeat, no problem with reaching out for help. And if society wants to tell us otherwise, well, they can screw off. Because as somebody who has gone to therapy and has reached out for help, I 100% have to tell you that it's always better to reach out than try to suffer it without help or by yourself. So, there's my PSA. If you need that, that's where the numbers will be. And know that you're not alone. So, there you go. Okay, let's talk about mental health and witchcraft. So, in witchcraft, We can pretty much do anything. We can accomplish great feats and amazing things and manifest our destinies in the best of ways. And we should be able to. However, with the last year or so that we've had, actually the last several years we've had, we need to talk about the mental health state because I don't think that all of us are okay. I am somebody who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder. I have since I was 13 years old. Um, I wasn't formally diagnosed until I was 18 because my parents refused to help me get help. Um, They just thought I was over emotional. But it's a whole nother story that we're not going to get into. (laughs) But when I got diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, it helped. Therapy helped a lot. And it got me to the point where I was able to be a productive member of society and not freak out at everything. So for those of you who don't know what generalized anxiety disorder, let's talk about it for a second. Generalized anxiety disorder is an anxiety disorder, as it says, where literally you don't have a set number of triggers. So, or a set thing that triggers you. Um, For me, anything can trigger me. It could be a puppy commercial that could trigger me. And I don't know why, because my brain's just weird. And sometimes it freaks out about something and will just set my brain off and send me into a full-blown panic attack. And it might be something that someone said. It might be a smell. It might be anything. might even be a song. Who knows? But whatever it is, it is 100% unpredictable. There's no way to say, okay, this is what's going to trigger me. Nope. I don't know what will trigger me. I don't know what's going to happen. But I can tell you 100% that if I hadn't reached out for help, it would have gotten a lot worse. So when it comes to having a mental disorder, and you might just be somebody who has Bad mental health days, bad brain days, where your brain kind of talks a lot of crap to you. And that's okay. You don't have to be diagnosed with a full mental disorder. You might just have mental health days where you just can't. And that's okay because we're human. And that's something that we should be saying is okay to have mental health days because we live in a really chaotic world with a lot happening and a lot of it's not good. And that takes a toll on us. And we've also lived pretty much for a year in isolation, where the only connection that we had to other human beings was through a computer or a tablet or a phone. And that's rough. We're, we're social animals. We need people. I don't really like people most days because of my anxiety, but that's totally okay. I still like to be around people when I choose to be. And this year, we didn't get to choose that. We had to walk away from that. We had to say, nope, I got to be over here so I'm safe. And that's scary, especially when you're dealing with something that you're questioning your safety on a daily. So when that comes to witchcraft, I have seen in the last year or so collectively with a lot of witches um, and witchy friends that they just can't get in the mood or they can't get in that mindset to do witchcraft because everything's not okay in the brain. And they're just having a rough time with it. They feel very disconnected. They feel very upset that they are disconnected. And for somebody like me, there were days that I would 100% try to connect I would meditate, I would light my candles, I would try to go through the motions, and just nothing was happening. Or it would happen, but it would be kind of like you're at the tail end of a wick of a candle, and you light that, and it lights for about two seconds, and then just goes out. That's kind of how it was. It was not an enjoyable experience, and I wasn't putting two and two together that maybe I shouldn't be practicing on those days. And it wasn't until I sat down with a good friend of mine that said, you know, maybe it's the mental state that's causing the disconnect. So the one thing that we don't really think about is when you go into a psychic trance or meditation to where you're connecting with those energies of the universe and the divine it requires mental power. It requires you to focus and to do all that. And if you're in a state where you're having a hard time focusing and you're having a hard time connecting with those energies, with yourself even, and it's just not going to work. It's going to be like, uh, you got to make a call and it's just not connecting and you don't know why. And then you start to see, well, maybe... Maybe my mental health isn't okay. So you try to fix it and then you start to connect a little bit and it's okay if it takes you a long time, takes you several weeks, maybe even several months to get back in that state of connecting. And it's not really your fault. I want to make that very clear to the practitioners out there that it's like, oh no, I'm just broken. I've lost my connection to the divine. The gods don't love me. Oh no, honey. (laughs) It's not that at all. They care and they are connecting with you they're just doing it in a different way because your brain's not letting them, not letting you kind of get the message through. And it's okay. I promise you it's okay. So we need to talk about why witchcraft is not something that we should be practicing on a bad day. So when it comes to witchcraft, and when we start to do our rituals and we start to connect with the divine and connect with the psychic energies and we open ourselves up and we go into that wonderful psychic brain waves, we're also opening ourselves up to the astral, the spirit world, whatever you want to call it, the universe. And we're communing with the energies around us and sometimes the spirits and the deities and the elements around us. So. What happens if you're in a bad brain state, but you're still able to connect, but you're in a bad brain state. So let's say that your brain's talking crap to you that day. So what happens to that, to you when that happens? Yeah, you might get through. But the question is, should you be making that connection? So a lot of times when we are not in tune and I, I love the beauty that Storm Fairy Wolf put this in his book, um, Forbidden Mysteries of Fairy Witchcraft, that basically said, if we're not in tune with our higher self, our middle self, and our lower self, which is connecting with the divine, and the middle self is our our here and now self, and then our lower self is our shadow self. If all of those are out of whack, or two of them are in line, but the third one's not, we're not going to have as clear of a connection. We'll still connect, but it's not going to be as clear and we're not going to be able to open up ourselves to being able to do some really cool stuff. And sometimes our brains, when they get in the way with mental health, because there's too much going on in the physical, sometimes it keeps that from happening. It's kind of another great way to look at it is chakras. When your chakras get out of alignment, And we start seeing that things don't feel good. The body starts to get affected and all these things. So let's say that you're in a state where things are not in a great headspace, but you're wanting to connect and you're wanting to try. And then suddenly stuff starts going wrong in your house. Like you, you feel like you might have a spirit in your house. It's kind of pissed off. Maybe when you were in that lower brain wave state where your brain was not connecting and not being nice to you, the energies that you were inadvertently putting out might have attracted something that was a little lesser, not so great, not good for you. And it wasn't the fact that you said, hey, come find me. It was literally just the fact that it, they're drawn to, some energies are drawn to those mental states. So a really great thing that I learned recently when I finished Matt Aron's book and I was working through it was he has an exercise in there. It's called the psychic dimmer exercise and it's like a dimmer switch. So if you've ever been in a house with a dimmer switch, um, or you can even look at it like a volume switch too. either one, it's when it's all the way up and the lights are really bright or if you're working with volumes one The volume's all the way up and it sounds great. And, you know, you're just in that moment. Awesome. That's great. But if you're not doing so great mentally, it's okay to say, you know what? I'm going to turn it down all the way and just kind of shield out the world for a while. And that's okay, too. A few years ago, I was in, I don't want to call it a coven because it wasn't a coven. It was a group of witches that I was working with. We'll we'll go with that. And I, one of the witches in that group told me that if you have to turn off your psychic senses to be okay, you're a lesser witch. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I really do want to address this because there's not just this person that said this to me. There's been others that have said this to other witches and that's not okay. Because guess what? If we're not okay, we can't perform effective magic. And it's not going to be enjoyable for us either. Part of witchcraft is because it's fun and it's enjoyable. And we get to connect and we get to learn. and We get to explore. And we get to align ourselves with energies that aren't of this world. (laughs) They're of the other worlds. And that's the best part. You get to do really cool stuff that is away from the mundane. So I want to say 100% that if you feel like you're having a bad mental health day, and, you know, we talked about in our daily practices episode of doing something on the daily, by all means, 100%, I, I still firmly stand by that, but there is a but that goes with that. And I probably should have put that in this episode, but I didn't, or put that in that episode, um, is the fact that we 100% should be doing the daily practices if our mental health is capable of it. So if you're having a bad brain day, your anxiety's high, your depression's high, your ADHD, any of it, whatever your mental health concern might be, is making it to where the brain's not doing so great today. Just like they would tell you, you need to take a mental brain day away from work, away from that, and just relax. And let the brain have its day to freak out and say, okay, brain, we're going to do this today or this week, depending on how long you need to recover. And let it recover. It's just like if you get a cold and you go and you try to run a marathon or you try to just do a normal day's worth of work. Instead, you're not up to the task. You feel like crap. You're doing your stuff subpar. And so I think that when it comes to mental health, it should be the same thing. You shouldn't work with a cold or you shouldn't work with illness. And the same with mental health. You should take those days and recover. And I wish in the United States that we had a greater understanding of mental health and the workforce but we don't we're very backwards on how that is because everyone should be of strong mind and will and body and yeah excuse me while i just that's bs as far as i'm concerned i think that we should have the capabilities of saying you know what my mental health isn't okay i need some help i need a day i need a week and the same thing comes with our witchcraft. We need to take the time to recover. The same with your, you being ill. You should not practice witchcraft if you are sick. You're still opening yourself up to the same kind of energies that are not good for you. So if you don't practice witchcraft when you feel like crap, you shouldn't practice it when your mind feels like crap too. So I am going to probably say that there are probably a few people out there that are like, no, no you can do this anyway, You can do the spells to fix it. By all means, yes, you can. You can do spells to fix it on a good brain day. On a good brain day, I recommend doing a spell jar, a sigil, something to help with the anxiety, to help with the depression, to help with any of that. But if it's on a bad brain day, no, wait until you feel better. Because you want it to work. You want that spell to be great and to help you when you need it. But if you don't feel good in the moment, can you actually believe that that spell is going to work great when you need it? We're in the middle of a panic attack and you grab that spell bottle or you perform that sigil and you know you draw it on your chest with your finger just so you can breathe. Just so you can say, no, I need to stop. I need to focus. I need to be okay. You can't do that when you're not okay. When your brain can't literally focus and it's screaming terrible things at you. And that's one thing that I really want to talk about because I've seen so many... I love TikTok. I've seen so many witch talks of people advocating that you can fix everything even on a bad brain day. And I don't believe you can. I know I can't. Maybe it's just me. And that's okay. But I don't encourage you to try to fix it on a bad brain day. Take the day. Go and watch a show that makes you happy. Read a book that makes you happy. Or take a nap. I'm a firm believer in naps. Naps are great. And they are great for mental health. So... When it comes to mental health and it comes to witchcraft, let's take our good day, our good brain days, English is hard, and let's be good to our brains. Do our magic on those. And when the bad brain days come around, maybe you have already set up a psychic prompt to say, okay, when this is happening, I can draw this sigil and this is going to help me. And you believe that it will. Belief is important. Believe that it will do that sigil. That sigil's already charged. You know it. It's in your brain. You know how to do it and you perform it and maybe you do feel better. I hope you do. I hope that it works. I hope that it just works so stellarly that it stops that panic attack in its tracks. Or you grab your spell bottle and you hold it and you feel it and it breathes it in. Maybe you are somebody who creates an incense for bad anxiety days. And you light that incense or you have an essential oil blend that works just as well. Whatever it is the magic that you do and you create on those good brain days to help with the bad ones. That's when the magic and mental health works well together. Because the magic's already been done. The thing that you needed has already been created. And then you get to use it. And the magic that you've already infused into that is there and ready to help you. That's when it should be important when it comes to mental health and witchcraft. So, 100% take your brain days and enjoy your good ones, but on the bad ones, take care of you. Don't worry about the outside world. Don't worry about the psychic, spiritual, astral world. Don't worry about your witchcraft. Don't worry about your daily practices. It will still be there when you get back. And if nobody's ever told you this and they've told you the exact opposite, I can't change your mind, but I can't ask you to be open to it and think about it and think about what feels better. Is it better to push through and be all that you can be <laughs> when you're just not there and you're not feeling it? Or is it better for you to take a day and say, you know what? I'm going to let my brain recover. And then tomorrow, you come back a little stronger. And maybe the next day after that, you're right where you need to be. And then, then you can do your practices. So when we talk about this, the one thing I do want to say is I have heard some younger witches, some new witches who have told us, who said, oh, you know, I can't miss the full moon. I can't miss the Sabbath. I can't miss this. I can't miss that. Honey, yes, you can. The cool thing about the full moon is you have three days around the full moon to work the day before the full moon, the day after the full moon, obviously the day of the full moon. Uh, I am somebody with ADHD and I forget everything. (laughs) Like y'all don't even know how many notebooks and post-it notes and reminders I have set on my phone, Alexa, everywhere else. We 100% can say, you know what? It's okay if I miss this full moon. Or this new moon. Or this Sabbath. Or this or that. Because you're human. The gods know you're human. They know that you're going through something. They know that it's okay. And they understand. You need to take care of yourself. If my message of 2020 and 2021 has been to everyone. Through every witchcraft lecture and spell work and everything I've ever led and the podcasts and everything else that I've done, not just outside of, outside of Pagan's witchy corner, but you know, when I was working with the chaos and shadow crew, uh, which I still do work with them. That made it sound like I didn't. It's always been take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, love yourself. And that's what today's message for this podcast is love yourself be kind to yourself. Be kind to your mental health because your witchcraft will grow with you so much more in your good days than it will your bad. So, there you go, guys. I hope you guys have hundreds of wonderful, beautiful, great brain days and great mental health days. And again, if you are somebody who is struggling right now, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out to your doctor reach out to a psychologist. If you, th- you don't have health insurance or any of that, there are some free services that you can look up in your area. Uh, just takes a little Google search. And I hope that you guys can find it. And I hope that you get the help you need, even if it's just talking to somebody. So that being said, I love you guys. I send you all love. I hope that you all love yourselves and I will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Did you know that Pagan's Witchy Corner is part of the Revelator Podcast Network? This is the same network that brought you the other podcast I am a co-host on, Chaos and Shadow. You can find other amazing podcasts from my co-host Kyle, who is also on Chaos and Shadow, such as Kyle's Communist Book Club, the Stellaris Emergency Broadcast, and the Valheim Bulletin. While you're over there, check out our news section, This is where you'll find all the blog posts to go with all of my shows as well as other awesome articles. Have you also become a member of the RPN yet? If not, you should totally come join us now. When you become a member of the RPN, you will help keep our network thriving as well as getting amazing perks including bonus audio from some of our shows like Chaos and Shadow, early access to some of our articles, one free Reiki session by me, or a free tarot reading from Kyle or myself, and so much more. So come check out the network today. There'll be a link in the description below. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you all next week.